In this week's episode, the Main Street Electrical Parade made its official debut. Main Street was packed. There were lines for popcorn buckets, and the park hit capacity. May's just around the corner. You know what that means. It's time to talk about Halloween. Disney announced plans for its hotels and downtown Disney District, which includes more retheming and new food destinations. Looks like Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen will lose its genuine New Orleans vibe. Also, Haunted Mansion film, Disney Dreamlight Valley, Lightyear, and more on this frou-frou episode of the Mouse Power Podcast. Welcome to Mouse Power, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mouse Pyre Podcast. Yes, it's Halloween. Wait, it's only April. Well, it's almost May, right? But we're doing. We're going to talk Halloween already because this is what uh, Disney wants to do: is talk about Halloween. But um, we're not going to talk about Halloween right now. But I promise you, we will get to it. But the first thing I want to talk to you about is. Well, last week I talked to you about gonna go that I went to go check out the Encanto show projection show at It's a Small World, and um, cast members didn't seem to know what time the show was at, and how I waited there for what an hour or so for the show. Well, guess what? Uh, they finally have times listed. For the show, which is, uh, well, I guess better late than never. I don't understand why I didn't have time to listen in the first place. I'm going to, maybe they forgot. Maybe a lot of people complained that they didn't know what time it was going to be. Because it, it did say that the, the, the show was between 9 o'clock and 11.45 and that's what they gave you those times. The show was between those times. So anyway, we uh, finally got times for the show. And as of today, April 28th, uh, show times are 9.15, 10.15, 10.45, 
and 11.30. So now you can actually go on the app and it's there. And it wasn't there the first time because I was looking for it, but it wasn't there. So anyway, I just wanted to uh, let you guys know in case you were wondering and uh, all that stuff. Uh, All right. So, hey, guess what? Main Street Electrical Parade is back. I'm pretty sure you guys didn't know that. But uh, it's back. Just kidding. I know you did. So I went. I went on the quote-unquote official return. Even though they did it on the Wednesday before. But I went on that Friday. And um, let's see. I think I I got there a little after 4 o'clock. And oh my gosh. the, The parade started at... The first one was 8.30. And uh, it was already packed. Main Street was already packed. People waiting on the street, on the curb. We uh, got their spots already waiting for the parade. So I know like um, a while back, you know, before they closed the parks and everything, they uh, said that, People will not be allowed to get a spot on the curb or whatever for any parades and or fireworks and blah, 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 blah. They will not be allowed to do that. You have, you won't be allowed to do that to an hour before or whatever they were doing. I don't remember the time on that. I just know that, hey, you can't come in here and you can't get your spot. And they were going to tell you uh, that you couldn't tell you had to leave and all that. So, um, I actually forgot all about that until I was there in the parks and I seen, um, I saw this guy, I guess this guy got that, you know, the, the, the very first parade starts at it's a small world and comes up and ends at main street. So the guy was here on main street and got the prime spot. You know, people want that prime spot right there where basically, you know, the pumpkin goes and the Christmas tree goes right in the center, that little area where you can see the parade coming up Main Street. He has that spot, and a cast member is there telling him he couldn't have that spot. And basically telling him what I said, you can't line up before, you have to come back later, this and this and that. And he refused to move. He said there is no way that you're going to tell all these thousands of people that they have to move right now. There's no way they're going to do it. And, um, well, that's true. There's no way they're going to get all these people to move. And what they're going to do, call security? Can't call Ernie anymore. Plus, he don't do anything anyway. But they they can't do anything. So he was, you know, the cast member told him, cast member basically has nothing else to do. He can't say anything he can't make them he can't force i believe remove this guy so he just walked on and you know did whatever he's gonna go do and this guy was just bitching and everything like i'm not moving and nah, 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 nah. uh he was like <laughs> it was funny because he's on the phone talking uh, on the phone and saying oh they're trying to make me move and i'm not gonna move and, nah, 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 nah. and he's just all mad and everything and, and then <laughs> he says Okay, mom. <laughs> He's talking to his mom, crying to his mom about what the cast member told him. I thought that was hilarious. 
okay, mom. <laughs> anyway, I didn't um, go back up there later before the parade started to see if he had that spot. But uh, yeah, well, I uh, walked down Main Street. Everyone already had their, their spots down there. I walked, um, I think basically I just went down to the hub and just continued to do the rest of my day before the parade. But um, um, after I did, uh, I went to, real quick to Galaxy's Edge and then I came back around Fantasyland and going from the teacups crossing over towards Matterhorn everyone's packed you look down just uh uh it's a small world plaza it's all packed so i was like you know what i'm not doing this i believe it was probably around i'm gonna say 5 36 o'clock and i'm like i'm not gonna try to find a spot and wait hours you know a few hours for for this not doing it plus i already saw it on the disney parks blog so I don't need to camp out for this crap. So basically, I just wait. You know, I, I just, you know, we just waited for the next parade, which I believe was at, um, I think it was 1045 or something like that. So I was like, I'm just going to wait for that. But in the meantime, as everyone knew, that there was uh, the Elliot popcorn bucket that everybody wanted to get of course long lines this and this and that I really didn't um, pay attention to um, like you know how long people wait in line and all that kind of crap I was like I'm not, I don't even care you know if you're going to wait 10 hours in line then wait 10 hours in line you know but anyway you know, once I was there, I was like, you know, pretty much like the way I'm always am. I'm hungry, so I went to go get some corn dogs from you know uh, that place over there. You know, that place that I go to, place that I have in a brain fart. Stage door cafe. Yes, went over there. Mobile ordered, got corn dogs. Went to go sit inside Gordon Horseshoe, and I said, you know, what? I'm gonna get the corn dogs. Want to eat? Well, I'm saying corn dogs because my brother's with me. I didn't actually eat more than one corn dog. But uh, I just went over there. We, I said, you know what? I didn't want to get the bucket. But I was like, I'm going to eat first. Then I'll worry about getting the bucket. So after we ate, uh, the Frontierland popcorn cart had a line. It actually wasn't as long as uh, the others were. And I remember, I don't remember what bucket we got but i was there with uh tim chicka chicka fresh and um we i waited in line with him to get one of those popcorn buckets you know a while back and um yeah the line wasn't that long and i was moving pretty quickly so i just got my bucket and left and that's when i headed over to uh galaxy's edge and all that stuff so then I uh, we're just chilling in Tomorrowland, and I uh, I went over to Galaxy's Edge because going towards a Critter Country because I know they had a fruit stand there, and I was like, oh, maybe they have that uh, the turtle sipper, so I can go go grab that. But they didn't have it there, 
I don't know if they actually had it there and they sold out there, but whatever. So went over to Tomorrowland and um, the line for the popcorn bucket at the Tomorrowland popcorn cart was long. Now that line was long. It was going towards uh, Tomorrowland Terrence. Terrence was over there saying hi to everyone waiting for the, in the line. So that was going over there. And then over there they had the little fruit stand or whatever, water and no sodas, even though they uh supposed to have sodas, but they didn't have any soda, just water. But they had the sipper there, so the line wasn't that long. Maybe 10 people in line for it. Well, I'll just go here and wait. And um, they just said, oh, it's going to be a couple of minutes because they ran out. And they were getting more. And they were just bringing boxes and boxes and boxes. So didn't actually have to wait that long. And um, so I got that with the water. And, um, yeah, that's about it. Sat there. And we just waited. And, um, well, I guess that... um, like I said, the very first parade was the first showing is at eight thirty, and um, I heard that um, the park actually reached capacity a few times, uh, more than once. So basically, they got to the point where they can't let any uh, any more guests in. So if you're out and outside waiting to come in, you just had to wait. Until they started letting people in. So I heard it was probably like three or four times they reached capacity in that time. I don't know when it's the capacity started. But I guess they were like, hey, nope, no more people coming in. You got to wait. And um, yeah, because it was that pack in Main Street. It could have been one of those things um, that happened on... What was it, that 24-hour party, I believe? I think, or something. I don't remember. But I know that um, everybody was, oh, it was, I'm, I'm thinking it was for the, the, that parade. I can't remember the parade. But um, anyway, I, 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 oh, it was, um. Well, anyway, who cares? But um, I, I, I believe we talked about it before where they, uh, they uh, reached capacity. It was a 24-hour party, and they wouldn't let anyone in because they, there was uh, a lot of people actually inside um, of, uh, you know, right Main Street. Main Street was basically packed. So even though the rest of the parks was empty, because I remember we were over there, in New Orleans, and there was like hardly anyone over there at that time. They, even though that those areas were clear and you can fit more people in that area, everybody was in Main Street waiting for the parade, and that's when they were like, "Oh no, no, we can't let people in because you know there was basically no room to move around there." So it could have been something like that where. There was just tons of people on Main Street, and they couldn't get people, you know, on a good flow of traffic going. I'm not sure. I just heard they reached capacity a few times, and people were left outside waiting again. And so, yeah, there you go. I think that's the first time we've reached capacity at Disneyland since uh, it's reopened after you know being shut down. 
All right, so we were uh, chilling over in uh, Tomorrowland, and uh, you know they had announced that they brought back the Disneyland Forever fireworks show. So we watched it, and in the middle of it, I guess the winds upstairs uh, were forcefully winds. They had forcefully winds upstairs or something. I don't know, and. Um, so basically the fireworks stopped going off in the middle of the show. They still had the fireworks going off on the castle, but they didn't have any uh, fireworks going off right where uh, Frozen started. So after that, there was like no more fireworks because I guess it was too windy upstairs. So yeah, but whatever. It's all good. So... um so, other than the fireworks and the fireworks show coming back, Main Street Electrical Parade, uh, 50th anniversary. We had all the merchandise besides popcorn buckets, zipper. I guess they have a light bulb now that it's a zipper light bulb, which looks stupid. I'm not getting that. Um, plus, they had all these merchandise and, you know, purses and jackets and shirts and whatnot. I actually didn't even go look at that stuff. And over at DCA, the return of World of Color. But I did not go see that because I was in Disneyland. But uh, you know who did uh, actually got a good spot to see that? It was Dan the voicemail man. And um, he uh, should be sending in a voicemail um, message soon. It's not in yet, but it's all good. But I'm pretty sure he might. I'm pretty sure he's going to explain all that stuff. But speaking of Dan, so the next parade, 1045 parade, after the fireworks were over, you know, you, you got the crowd coming in from basically Matterhorn area side, all the people coming. You see people just, you know, filing into Tomorrowland. So then after a while, I made my way over to It's a Small World Plaza to go see if I can find a spot. And the funny thing is, is as I was going over there, you know, there's a group of people, you know, in front of me, behind me, heading over there around Matterhorn. And, um, yeah, it's like the whole group that we were walking with actually went to that side. I was like, dang, everyone was coming over here. And at that time, uh, Dan had texted me that he was, that he got a spot in front of, um, the great moments with with Mr. Lincoln. He was he said he just got the spot. There was a bench, people sitting on the bench, and he was basically just right behind them. So those people on the bench are gonna just sit. They're not gonna stand up once the parade starts. So he had a very good viewing area, uh, right there. And he told me that he was there. I said, all right. So I went to go find Dan, and um, we watched the parade. And all that stuff. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, if you guys seen it, I'm pretty sure uh, you guys seen the new float, seen the new Small World float, seen the repurposed American flag patriotic float, and all that with the Disney characters on there, and uh, the new music uh, towards the end with those floats, which is actually pretty cool hearing those uh, um, those songs. And uh, 
synthetic sound or is it a synthetic musical sound? So those are pretty cool. But yeah, that was basically my night, my day at Disneyland on that Friday last week. And um, it was pretty cool. Like I said, really packed. Prairie Route was packed. Um, <clears throat> and I was, as I was walking over after the getting my bucket, walking over to... Um, you know, by Pirates of the Caribbean. <coughs> I talked to you about how, you know, there's a bunch of walls up. They're getting rid of things over there, getting ready for Fantasmic to come back. A lot of that uh, basically construction area was or is for Fantasmic to make more like wider walkways over there. And, um, I guess they opened up that day. Some of it opened up. I didn't even notice until later. But uh, so they opened up um, basically in front of the French market. Those planters, basically the steps and everything that were there are gone to make a wider area for traffic flow. And um, I haven't seen any updates about it lately. But if there's any wall still up over there, basically those are all that stuff's getting knocked down. I saw one of the lighting towers getting worked on. And um, as we know, Fantasmic will be coming back. What is it? Like May 28th or something? Something like that? I don't know. Pretty sure you guys know. But, uh, or is it 27th? No, there. But uh, yeah, I'll be coming back. And uh, I think it's funny because I was seeing people like, you know, or headlines um, saying that, oh, Phantasm returns. We have showtimes now. We have the times that they're going to be playing Phantasmic. Breaking news. Breaking news. And I'm like, how is that breaking news? Phantasmic always plays at 9 o'clock and then 10.30. Right? Maybe. I don't understand how it's breaking news. It's always been 9 o'clock Phantasmic, 9.30 fireworks, and then you have 10.30 Phantasmic. And if they have tons of people there, uh, they usually add a third show, which might be about, I think, uh, 11.45 or something. I remember they used to go, I remember like 11.45, and then it would cut in to the closing of the park. So even though the park was closed, Fantasmic was still going on. But anyway, that's not breaking news. We always, you know, people who know the show time for Fantasmic has always been 9 o'clock and uh, 10.30. So yeah, Fantasmic is coming back next month. In a month from now. So, yeah. Be interesting to see that. I actually do have reservations for that day. I believe that's that's like the Star Wars celebration time also. Which means that the parks are really going to be crowded. You got a celebration going on at the convention center. And then you have uh, the Return of Phantasmic going on at the same time. So... You guys already plan to be there for the return of Fantasmic. 
just uh, be warned, it's going to be packed since uh, Star Wars celebrations going on. A lot of people there. And I will be there. All right, let's see. Oh, speaking of Star Wars, and nothing but Star Wars, I think I told you before how basically Hyperspace Mountain is back. So, um, yeah, starting today, Friday. Well, yeah, when you hear this. By the time you hear this episode, you'll be able to go check out Hyperspace Mountain. And all they had to do was change the disc, and I think the disc has been changed. And now you can go over there and check out Hyperspace Mountain. And I think I did talk about how when that that would be a possibility that we would have that four star Wars celebration. But don't forget that, you know, May the 4th is just around the corner. You know, that's uh, coming up next week. Wow. See, we're already almost in May. So yeah, May the 4th next week on Wednesday. Revenge of the Sith on Friday. I mean Thursday. Or however that goes. So yeah, so there's uh, Hyperspace Mountain just in time for that. The unofficial official Star Wars Day, whatever. (laughs) And then of course, uh, oh yeah, we have Star Wars Celebration going on that week too. Oh, well duh. Yeah, I forget about that. I forgot all about that. Take Star Wars celebrations, or not Star Wars celebrations, Star Wars, um, uh, the um, Disney After Dark, Star Wars Night. I believe it was on the 4th and the 5th, and then later on the 20-something, whatever, I forgot. But, yeah. So you got those coming up. That's pretty cool. Interesting. All right, well, so I really didn't do much in the parks. Like I said, just went to go get that stuff and chilled until the last showing of Natural Capre, chilled with Dan and his brother and his kids for a little bit. And um, and then that was it. And just sat down, let some of the crowds leave, and then my, made my way home because I was tired. So, you guys uh, checked out the Electrical Parade? If you have, you notice that uh, the whole beginning is all brand new. New recording with, um, well, Bill Rogers starts the narration. Basically just talking about the anniversary. And uh, no more ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. And if you've been in the parks, you... You might notice they don't say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls in 10 minutes, blah, 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 blah. Um, I really don't get it. I don't understand it. People don't want to be referred to ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. You can't do that or something. It's so wrong now. I don't know. I think it's stupid, but whatever. And you notice my podcast starts out with ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and that's the way it's going to start, and I'm not changing it. Let's see, what else is going on? Oh, yeah, speaking about Disneyland After Dark, Star Wars Night coming up. Well, they announced a new Disneyland After Dark. 
Yeah, the very first ever Disneyland After Dark Grad Night Reunion. I was like, oh, Grad Night Reunion. All right, so from the Disney Parks blog, it's time to relive the good old days and celebrate a party for the decades at the first ever Disneyland After Dark Grand Night Reunion, debuting on select nights this June at Disney California Adventure Park. You can join in a reunion party filled with dancing, fun, and plenty of nostalgia from graduation classes of the last six decades. So... Last sixty years, um, interesting. All right, let's see. From good times to even better dance moves, this separately ticketed Disney After Dark event gives you after-hours access to Disney California Adventure after the park closes to day guests with the opportunity to experience special offerings. Not typical during uh, available. Not typically during available during the day. Enjoy delicious cafeteria inspired dishes. Now, I don't know if those two words go together. Delicious and cafeteria, because I don't know if your cafeteria food was delicious in school. I I only ate uh, in the cafeteria French fries. We had French fries. They were only 25 cents. I remember that. No, they were 50 cents. And when they had leftovers, they were 25 cents. And um, cookies were good. In my elementary school, we had chocolate turnovers. Oh, my God. It was like every Thursday or whatever it was. So I used to get that. But other than that, I don't think I had any other type of cafeteria food. Like the hot dogs they had were gross, nasty. So, yeah. Um, Cafeteria-inspired dishes. Delicious, I don't know, we'll see. Special character uh, experiences, entertainment, photo opportunities, and some favorite attractions with shorter wait times for for four hours of fun. So that's four, F-O-R, F-U-R, hours of fun. Also included with your ticket, you'll have three additional hours pre-party mix-in at Disney California Adventure Park. It's like before you can get there before the um, grand night uh, after dark thing uh, begins. So basically, um, the party uh, this party starts at eight o'clock. It's on June twenty third, twenty eighth, and June thirtieth. Starts at eight o'clock. With your ticket, you'll be able to get into the park at five o'clock. Uh, let's see. In addition to these special offerings, you'll receive a commemorative credential and guide as well as unlimited Disney uh, unlimited downloads of Disney Photo Pass digital photos uh, you take during the party. So if you guys are interested in going this, tickets are already on sale. I actually don't know if any nights have sold out yet. So as of 10... 40 on Thursday evening. I am going to check and see. And just to let you guys know, it said tickets were starting at $150. Uh, that is a lot of money. But 
the key word is starting at 150. Let me just be checking for you guys. So, yeah. So, it's starting on, um, basically, let me just say that uh, on Tuesday, June 28th, it's $150. And the other two days that are Thursday, June 23rd, and June 30th are $154. I don't get it. I don't know why they do that. Because it's not, you know, now we're talking about a different time. Because June, late June, we're already in summer. So it's not like, oh, you know, because of this or because of that, it's summer already. So anyway, those are your ticket prices for that. And uh, they are available. They are not sold out. All right. It says here are some of the details for what you can expect at the Disneyland After Dark Grand Night Reunion. Enjoy sightings of beloved Disney characters throughout the evening with a few favorites probably wearing their cap and gown. That's cool. March along pep rally style with some favorite Disney friends. Hey, they have Disney friends, more than one friend this time. Dance through the decades uh, to hits of today and yesterday. Uh, Retro photo opportunities, once again, with their unique cafeteria-inspired food and beverage offerings. Special after-hours access to most of the park's attractions. Party attire encouraged. Don't forget to show your school spirit. So there you go. If you want more details on that, visit Disneyland.com forward slash Disneyland After Dark and um, you'll get all that. Don't forget, uh, if you're not a pass holder and or you know you don't have parking on your pass, uh, you will have to pay 30 bucks for parking unless you come in a bus and you're going to have to pay more. But uh, yeah, parking fees are not included with the ticket price. So uh, yeah, 30 bucks to park. You guys don't have parking on your pass, and of course, I'm sure a lot of you guys who do have a pass and has parking um, usually just go there for the day to Disneyland and then just hop over for the party later. And I know uh, once you're in DCA, if you're already in there, and then check-in starts already at the five o'clock, you can head over to a special location just for pass holders and you with your ticket, and you can uh, get your dentrals and your wristbands and your whatnots uh, inside the park instead of leaving have to re-enter and all that kind of stuff so yeah there you go another Disneyland After Dark Grant Night Reunion Edition it's interesting so what do you guys think are you guys going to go you guys should send me a message you can head over to anchor.fm forward slash mouse powered podcast and record a message there. Let me know if you guys are going to go. Pretty sure you guys are wondering, are you going to go? Hmm. What do you think? I'm giving you guys time to think. Okay. Yes, I'm going to go. I'm just going to go to check it out and see what it's all about. And, um, yeah. Uh, I can't wait to... Um, I don't know if they showed it with the Disney or the, not Disney, 
the the delicious cafeteria cafeteria inspired food is i don't know if they showed that but um it'll be interesting to see i'm just going through the website looking and i don't see anything so yeah uh they'll probably you know send out uh the information about that what to expect for that and uh we will go from there all right so earlier started with some halloween this is halloween and uh so i guess uh disney is doing a halfway to halloween event or something promotion or whatnot and um they uh talked about some stuff today about that and of course you know i have my thing ready but then i went and did something else and i lost my web page but it's okay because i'll get there so yeah disney uh or not disney but halloween halloween time it's here i guess and um let's see what we got going on so um well let's just start with uh they announced that um Oogie Boogie Bash would be returning this Halloween season. And of course it's a separately ticketed event. Limited capacity after hours over in DCA and um don't forget you snooze you lose. So I'm 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 guessing once again well I was gonna say that um I think was it last year they they um the tickets went on sale in July? 'Cause I knew before it was August and I think last year was July when they first went on sale. Hmm. Let me see, because I'm going to go back and check it out. Let's go through my archives here. Yep. So, July 8th, I believe, is when they... Um, okay, so July 8th is when they... Um, I think when they announced the dates or whatever. I don't know. But tickets went on sale on July 13th. July 8th, I, I, I'm saying July 8th because that's when I actually posted the dates for um, Oogie Boogie Bash. So, and then right here on my uh, description, it says tickets going to sell July 13th. So, once again, they're probably going to be doing a July, um, tickets going to sell July. So, um, look out for that if you guys want to go because like I said, we always say it every year. You snooze, you lose. So I'm looking at the calendar. Let's see, July 13th. Last year was a Tuesday. This year is a Wednesday. So maybe around that time, they're going to be uh, going on sale again. We'll wait and see. But hey, um, yeah, Oogie Boogie Bash will be coming back. And they also announced uh, showing basically the first look of uh, Mickey and Minnie's uh, Halloween outfits. 
Looks pretty cool. Mickey's uh, wearing some pumpkin pants. <laughs> He's a pumpkin. Uh, the costume actually pretty, looks pretty cool. Minnie, uh, she has uh, um, I'm sorry, I was getting a text from Dan. Uh, so um, let's see. Basically, uh, this year's theming is like a homemade costume look. Like they made a homemade costumes. And Minnie is uh, like, I guess, some cat ears and cool um, uh, purple dress with some stitches around there. Like she's just made it. And Mickey has a pumpkin um, suspenders holding a pumpkin. And he has um, purple pants and a gorn shirt with some little stitch marks and a little pumpkin top hat well not actually top hat but like a the top part of the pumpkin and uh, so that's what he's uh wearing I will be um I'll be posting this picture on the episode photo I'm sure you already seen it if you saw the pack podcast is out so anyway yeah so they showed that they talked about, oh, let's see, the Halloween stuff going on. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I'm responding to Dan. He's going to try to do uh, record his little message uh, in a little bit. So, yeah. All right, so yeah, that's uh, they announced that for um, over here. They had a lot of announcements going on for Florida, uh, Tokyo, Shanghai, but um, we don't need to go, you know, through all that stuff. Let's see what else I have. Well, I guess um, I guess uh, we'll just head over to um, talk about some fat time. Are you hungry? Well, they are. It's time for Fat Time in the Parks. So they have a um, halfway to Halloween eats and treats. They uh, posted uh, basically starting, well, it already started. You can go to the parks and you can get some, basically some Halloween treats. So let's just go through some. All right, a downtown Disney district at the Blue Ribbon Corn Dog. Corn dogs available uh, now through May 1st. They have the cheddar pickled dog, the pickled dog sprinkled with cheddar cheese or a pop of orange to celebrate Halloween. Interesting. I know they've had this pickle thing, dog or whatever. I don't think I would try that. I like pickles, I love corn dogs, but I don't know about it together. All right, also in downtown Disney at the California Churro. They have a spooky churro uh, from now through May 4th. A churro rolled in cinnamon sugar cut in half, drizzled with peanut butter and chocolate sauce, and topped with yummy peanut butter candy pieces in seasonal colors. That sounds pretty good. I would actually try that. Now, um, what else do they have? They're showing things from um, Walt Disney World. I know we don't want to talk about that. But you know what? They're showing this um, Jack Skellington popcorn bucket. 
basically is popcorn head. I don't know if we had that here before. I'm not sure. We might have. Maybe you guys know. I, I don't remember. Let's see. What else is there? Oh, real quick. I just want to mention this because I um, saw a video today. They were live or doing something on TikTok. And uh, Gideon's Bakehouse. Never heard of this place. It's in Disney Springs. But it looks really cool. Uh, they sell... Well, this guy is very known for his cookies. He has some awesome looking cookies. They're big. And oh my God. Uh, he, they showed us chocolate chip cookies. Which had tons of chocolate chips. Um, anyway. They have... Uh, I don't know. This place looks pretty cool. There's There's characters on the walls. Big portraits of characters, and uh, they have like trading cards of the characters that explain who they are. He also has some cakes. So let's go through these cakes. I know we're mentioning Florida, but this stuff looks really good. Um, I wouldn't have this cake, but this is pumpkin spice shadow cake, chocolate dipped spice cakes with a pumpkin buttercream filling. There's a Frankenstein cake slices. A three-layer chocolate cake covered in cookies and cream, buttercream, uh, and loaded with M&Ms. Uh, they have a picture here of that. looks pretty good. And they have a Valentina cake, classic red velvet cake, covered in a light and fluffy cookies and cream marshmallow buttercream. So um, that looks pretty cool. But like I said, I know it's Florida, but I just wanted to mention that real quick because I saw the video of the guy who um, owns this place. And uh, I don't know if they play those things over and over on TikTok. I mean, it was a live video. So I don't know. But, I mean, it looked cool. The place looks really nice. And uh, his cookies look good. So just wanted to mention that real quick. Uh, I don't know what else is going on. Let's see what else we have here for food. Uh, for those who can't wait. Downtown District. Okay. Um, I think that's it. So I just see those two treats that we have here. Um, not even in the parks, outside the parks. Oh, you know what? Now I see the picture of that um, that churro that they have at the California churro. It looks really good. I see the peanut butter and chocolate drizzle with they have that peanut butter uh, basically it's Reese, uh, Reese's Pieces you know the candy that E.T. loves hmm interesting that's pretty cool so um, you know what I, I know Dan is recording his message and um, he's probably going to talk about the churro he had <clears throat> which kind of looked really good too so um, yeah, when he uh, when those messages are ready, I will play that and see what he has to say. But uh, so basically, these uh, treats that they have for the Halloween, halfway to Halloween eats and treats, basically is just over there in downtown Disney. Uh, you can check that out <clears throat> over there. So now we also um, during this uh, announcement of Oogie Boogie and. Treats and um, 
things like that. We also have an announcement of what's coming over to uh, Avengers Campus. So uh, let's uh, let's just check that out. Hello, Disney Park fans. I'm Sochi Gomez from Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, coming soon to theaters. This film is a mind-blowing, action-packed adventure from start to finish, and I can't wait for you to see it. And in celebration of today's halfway to Halloween, I'm so excited to announce that soon you'll get a chance to meet my character, America Chavez, at Avengers Campus. So head on over to Avengers Campus at Disney California Adventure Park to team up with the Avengers and explore campus built for the next generation of superheroes, including America Chavez. You can even learn the mystic arts for yourself in the ancient sanctum. Since you guys are some of the greatest superhero fans in any multiverse, I'm going to share a clip from our new film in honor of this spooky and strange occasion. Happy halfway to Halloween! I've been... dreaming. Every night. Same dream. Every morning. The same... nightmare. The fate of the multiverse depends on us. Careful, Stephen. This path exacts a heavy toll. Okay. Well, there you go. So, um, yeah, Multiverse of Madness coming out next month. I think it's on uh, May 8th. I don't know. No, I don't think it's May 8th because that's a Sunday. (laughs) So, um, yeah, Doctor Strange... And uh, again, the new character that's going to be over there uh, at uh, Avengers Campus. And um, pretty sure she will be roaming around once um, the, um, the movie comes out. All right, so let's see. Oops, wrong one. What else we got going on? Oops. All right. So, all right. So the the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness will come on May six. Makes more sense on a Friday. So look at that. You got a lot of things going on in May. Beginning of May, you got May fourth and May fifth with all the Star Wars stuff. May 6th with Doctor Strange. And you know what's happening on May 8th? You got Bat's Day fun in the park. Over there uh, at Disneyland. You got Bat's Day going on over there. Which will be pretty cool. I will be in the parks for that day too. So, hey, there you go. Yeah. Alright. Um, you know what? I think we're going to... Um, I got some other stuff that we're going to talk about. Uh, trailers and all that, but maybe...
before we get to that, we'll see what's going on with with um, Dan. All right, so let's uh, let's let's check in with Dan. Diggs, what's up, buddy? Okay, I saw you. I got to see you. We hung out and watched the electrical parade. So, just by chance, happened to actually have a reservation on April 22nd, the first day, quote-unquote, of, which I'm sure you'll explain, of the electrical parade and World of Color. So, I actually got stuck, or I didn't get stuck. I chose to stay home for a bit because it was a huge accident on the freeway that was just causing a lot of traffic. So, I couldn't get out of the city that I live in to get to the park. So, I waited it out. By the time we actually start headed down there, it was after 7 o'clock. Uh, I knew there was no chance we were going to catch the 8.30 parade, and I had planned to catch the late one anyway. So we ended up going to DCA for a little bit first. The girls wanted to ride web slingers, so we did that. Not a very long wait, and then they wanted to get on the credit coaster. Well... By the time we got over by the credit coaster, we had overheard somebody say that it was closed. Um, didn't realize that it was because World of Color was about to start. So as we were walking over there, it actually started. We tried to find a spot to watch it from the standby sections. And, you know, they weren't that good. By that white rail, just on Pixar Piers where they do it. And then you can kind of catch a spot in front of Little Mermaid. So we ended up in front of Little Mermaid. I walked over there. Found a little spot where you could see, you know, a bit of it. Girls came over, and then I heard a cast member say, oh, we just opened up standby. So we rushed over there, and I was on about the third tier up from the bottom. So we just kind of accidentally caught it, uh, which is fine. Uh, we did that, and then I actually texted you, who were in Disneyland, waited out the 8.30 parade because it was like, nope, all the areas are, are full. So I said, well, I'm going to try to head over to the other side after World of Color and uh, see if maybe go over by Small World or not sure. Usual viewing area over there. We crossed over. Somebody had to use the restroom. And then we noticed that on Main Street, right there in front of the bank, that there was a bench people were sitting on and no one was standing behind them. So we decided to do that. So we were standing to watch the parade right behind people uh, sitting on a bench, which was a fantastic viewing area. It just happened to work out. Second show is always you know, a little less crowded uh, than the first one. And then, we, of course, we got a churro, the electrical parade churro, which was actually pretty good. Uh, they split it in half and fruit drizzle and nerds. So we actually got to hang out and see you uh, for a bit during the parade. And then after that, took off, man, because the girls had a softball game in the morning. That was on Friday night. Uh, yesterday, I skipped work. Don't tell my boss. And went to DCA with some of the kids that actually work for me. Uh, managed to get a virtual queue for World of Color again. Works the same as Rise of the Resistance type thing. You go in, join a virtual queue, refresh at 12, uh, select your party, and then it tells you what showtime. You either get showtime one or two. Well, we got two, so that meant the 1045 show. Wasn't sure if we were going to stay all day. We ended up doing it. Um, much less crowded than the first show was. There was so much room uh, behind us. I don't know if the virtual queue was done or people just didn't show up for it, but there was a lot of room around us. 
This time I was on the second tier. So this time I'm on the second tier, you know, one up from the bottom. Uh, I got asked to, how wet are we going to get right here? Because they tell you, you're going to get wet at the, at the bottom, in the front. And I said, uh, they're going to get wet. We shouldn't get it too bad. Uh, wrong. Uh, completely wrong. There was one point, uh, a part with Mufasa, where Mufasa. It, the water shot up so high when it came down, it was like it was raining. Uh, we were wet. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. We saw, you know, the entire show. Great viewing area because we were up against the rail. Stood behind somebody that was on a scooter because I knew they were going to sit down. I could watch right over them. I put it up on YouTube because uh, I recorded it because why not? It didn't dawn on me until later that the first day on that Friday that I had seen both nighttime shows on the same day, which I don't think a lot of people did, but I thought that was pretty cool. So, yeah, super cool. I was at the park at DCA for 11 hours. 11 hours, man. When do we ever yeah, do that? I but I was with guests, so we did that. A lot of fat time. Had that apple streusel churro from Terran Treats. Had uh, quesadilla tacos from Cochina Mexicana. Cocina Mexicana. Co- Cochina. Cochina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those are really good. And just Cochina. a bunch of junk food, man. It was a good day, but I'm tired. You probably hear my voice a little bit. <clears throat> allergies acting up sorry about that um good times i don't think i'm in the park again i think a couple weeks i think the middle of may is the next time we're going i got uh, a concert to go to next week and i'm gonna see dancing man devil music <laughs> and then you catch me in the park on the 13th man but i'm pretty sure i'll talk to you sooner rather than later all right there you go dan the voicemail man's report of Disneyland Disney on the Friday and him playing hooky. <laughs> so um yeah, um that churro he got um it did look pretty good. I was like, ooh. And I was just thinking about, you know, churros and all these churro gettings they come out with and I think sometimes I just get overwhelmed and I don't know where to even start. I should just go and grab one, and I don't know. And then I start feeling guilty because I shouldn't be eating sugar. Uh, yeah. But uh, him being in the park for 11 hours, I started thinking about it. I'm like, you know, it's, oh, my God. It's, for me right now, it's really hard for me to be walking around that long. And I still don't know if I can go to the park with people and, you know, because I, I just can't keep up with him. My back will start to hurt or sciatica starts hurting and I have to sit down. So, you know, if I'm there by myself, I can, you know, I'm at my own pace and I, if, if I need to sit down, I sit. When I was there with my brother, he's basically in the same, uh, you know, condition. So if I say, oh, let's go sit down, he's not going to argue. <laughs> So that's basically what we're just chilling over in Tomorrowland. But going with anyone else who just wants to go on rides and oh my god, I don't think I can do that right now. You know, I just I don't I don't know. I know there's gonna be a point or a time when I'm probably gonna be able to go to the parks again with Miles and you know, he likes to go on rides. And since he doesn't have a pass right now, 
if he goes to the parks, then it's not going to be worth money to go to the park and sit down because I'm tired. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll, um, like they say, cross that bridge when the time comes. Just as long as that bridge is sturdy. That's all I ask. <laughs> all right. So, um, last week, I believe, I talked to you about... Um, they, the the plans of retheming the Paradise Pure Hotel to like a um, Pixar, and uh, we got the news today that I guess that's what they are going to be doing. So it says here the Disney Paradise Pure Hotel will soon be transformed with a all new theme. The reimagine the reimagining of the hotel will weave the artistry of Pixar into its comfortable contemporary setting. Guests will gain a new perspective on some of their favorite Pixar worlds and character characters through careful um let's see. Oh carefully created artwork and decor that rivals the creative journey of the artists who helped bring these stories to life. Guests will be welcome into whimsical character moments like the iconic Play for Pixar lamp balancing atop its ball in the lobby. And it just says, stay tuned as we will share more about this project soon. So, there you go. They announced it officially that they will be retheming it to a Pixar hotel. And it says not only do we have new reimagining experience coming for hotel guests, but more benefits as well. Beginning later this summer, guests staying at the hotels of the Disneyland Resort will be able to Enjoy several new and returning uh, Disney benefits to staying with upon uh, Disney benefits to staying well with us on, on property. As you may know, our guests already enjoy access to Disney California Adventure Park directly through Disney Grand California Hotel and Spa entrance and convenient monorail access for Disneyland Hotel guests. Uh, today, we are excited to share that a walkway is currently under construction, will, which will soon give Disney Paradise Pier Hotel guests a convenient entrance to Disney California Adventure Park. It says guests can also look forward to Hey Disney, a new kind of voice assistant, assistant uh, which works alongside Alexa on Amazon Echo devices in Disneyland Resort hotel rooms that can make your stay more convenient, engaging, and enjoyable later this year. Uh, that's something they announced earlier uh, that I uh, talked about here. Later this summer, guests of the Disneyland Resort hotels can look forward to the ability to send select theme park purchases back to their resort hotel. That's pretty cool. I know they did that before. Lastly, but certainly not least, we're going to we're getting ready to offer early 
entry access where guests staying at one of our Disney Disneyland Resort hotels can be among the first to enter and begin enjoying select theme park attractions and experience beginning late, later this summer. So there you go. A uh, brand new walkway that will head down for guests of the uh, Paradise Pier Hotel. Pixar Pier Hotel, whatever it's going to be called. All right, so we got some downtown Dis- Disney uh, district news. <clears throat> it says here, we are also happy to share another new look at the exciting shopping and dining coming to the west side of the downtown Disney district. While the evolution of downtown Disney began in 19, 19, in 2018, we recently began work on the latest transformation to introduce more in uh, innovative shopping, dining, and entertainment experiences. Drawing inspiration from Southern California mid-century modern architecture, the Westin area will be a beautiful blend of vibrant color palettes, design elements, and patterns influenced by the region, and will include an open lawn for relaxation and future events and an even broader, diverse collection of dining and shopping. So um, it looks like you're going to be able to just lay on the lawn when you want. There you go. All right, it says, We are investing significantly in downtown Disney District to continue growing a dramatic, dynamic, exciting uh, destination with something for everyone. We are also intentionally diversifying our offerings to meet the needs of today's guest and have an exciting example uh, of that to share with you today. The world-renowned restaurant, and I hope I say this right, Ding Tang F- uh, Fung, will join the district to offer guests their soup dumplings handcrafted right on site. This family-run restaurant will bring flavorful Chinese cuisine to downtown Disney where guests can enjoy dishes served Family style in a creative space near our new lawn pavilion. Interesting. It's pretty cool. Um, Michelin star chef Carlos Gaitan will bring his inclusive version of Mexican cuisine to uh, Paseo and Centrico in the locations currently occupied by Catal and the Yuval Bar uh, brought to life by Pinta Restaurant Group. The restaurant and central courtyard bar and dining area will offer guests multi-centuries journey to the heart of Chef Guyon's homeland. So I guess those can't, the Catal and Yuval, Yuval, Yuval are out. Bye. And uh, those are going to be joined in its place. Or yeah, it says we are also working with Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen to finalize finalize an evolution that incorporates vibrant California energy and a fresh approach 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 to the menu while staying true to the heart of New Orleans for this guest's favorite location. So basically, they were going to be redoing the facade out there. They have a rendering here of what 
it's going to look like. It looks very, very modern. It doesn't look like um, the color scheme is white, some gray, um, tannish stuff. I don't like tan. I don't know. But um, black, little red highlights, uh, diff- a new Jazz Kitchen sign. Uh, don't don't worry, the Beignet Express is still going to be there, but a whole brand new um, uh, front. Looks interesting. I'm going to guess some people might not like it because it looks too modern and doesn't look the way it is. Because right now I think it looks like classic New Orleans style. I think that's what it, you know it's supposed to look like, and this is trying to look Beverly Hills fufu style. Whatever. And now they also they announced that Earl of Sandwich, Earl of Sandwich, will also pop into the district in a special sandwich walk-up location, offering guests the classics they know and love for a limited time, beginning later this year. So later this year, they're going to be putting Earl of Sandwich in a little location. It actually doesn't say where yet, but it also said for a limited time. So don't get used to it being there and they also mentioned about Mickey's Toontown uh, going it undergoing its reimagining that will debut um, in 2023 but um, they didn't really go into any details just a photo of breaking ground so yeah there you go uh, let me read this um, comment here. I haven't read any comments, and it's funny how. Um, well, let me just read it. It's a travesty what you're doing to Brennan's. It's losing all its charm and New Orleans feel. When I walk into it, I really felt like I was back in Louisiana. From the rendering, it looks like a fancy McDonald's. I'm very hesitant to find out what you mean by a vibrant California energy and a fresh approach to the menu. So there you go. Just by the rendering, like I said, right now it looks like classic New Orleans style, and now it's going frou-frou, and the, the, the fancy McDonald's I agree with because now they have those cafe McDonald's and trying to look all whatever. So um, there you go. Here we go. Ew, no, thank you. Way to remove all characters and charm from downtown Disney. I can't save myself. A, I can't save myself a lot of cash and just go to a local strip mall and swing through a duck and donut, which is what Jazz Kitchen looks like in its rendering. <laughs> oh my gosh! So see, there you go. Another, you know, not looking, not liking what they see. So there you go. You guys uh, can go and check out, um, go to Mouse Power Facebook page. I uh, posted this, so you can go over there and check out the renderings for the the Pixar new transformation hotel going on over there and downtown Disney and all that. So there you go. You know what, people, sometimes I think, you know, people complain about stupid things. I'm on the side of these people this time because... Yeah, it's losing its charm. It is. Oh, well. 
what are you going to do? All right. So, um, oh, yeah. So we're going to be moving on with um, some other film news and whatnot after these messages. All right. So it's just one message, not messages, but one message. But it's all good. All right. So, um, hey, I, I was going to play this last week, but I forgot to write it down. Do you guys believe that? Do you guys actually believe I forgot something? <laughs> All right, so um, hey, we got a um, trailer for for Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear mission log, Stardate three nine zero one. After a full year of being marooned, our first hyperspeed test flight is a go. Who are you talking to? Uh, no one. You were narrating again. I was not. Just doing the mission log. You do know no one ever listens to those. I know that. Narrating helps me focus. Ready, Captain Lightyear? Ready as I'll ever be, Commander Hawthorne. This is exciting. A new adventure. I'm gonna grant you four minutes to be off-planet, but then you come right back to us. To infinity. And beyond. You are clear for hyperlaunch. Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. That was utterly terrifying, and I regret having joined you. Buzz Lightyear to Star Command. Come in, Star Command. Why don't they answer? Hey, hey! Shh! The robots! The what? What is happening right now? Alicia? Oh, no. That's my grandmother. But, Socks, how long were we gone? Meow, 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 meow. 62 years, 7 months, and 5 days. What? I hope you're ready for action, because all we needed was a pilot. For what? To destroy the alien ship. I have a plan, and I have a team. Darby can take any three things and make them explode. I do this, and they shave a little time off my sentence. Okay, and what about you? Well, I thought this was going to be like a fun boot camp workout thing. <laughs> but it is not. Did I get it? Pretty close. I need the, you know what's saying, the harpoons? Buzz! Buzz, right here! The probability of survival with an inexperienced crew is 38.2%. Hmm, seems a bit low. Mission failure imminent in three. Grandma always said she believed in you. Two. One. There was a big swirly dude. Oh, I think I need a bag. No, no. Please record your last words. Do not vomit inside the vehicle. Do not vomit inside the vehicle. If you are satisfied with this recording, speak or select uh. one. To infinity. Are you trying to get me to pull your finger? Don't fall for it. No, not like that. Ugh, sorry, it's a thing your grandma and I used to do. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So, uh, Lightyear will be um, coming out, I think. It says uh, June 17th. Hmm. There you go. Hey, it looks actually, uh, if you guys haven't seen the trailer, you should definitely go check that out. It does look really good. Looks really interesting, and it also looks funny. A lot of if you guys see the uh, trailer, there's a few, I would say, Star Wars references in there, which is always, always, you know, a cool thing. All right, so hey, we have another trailer. We have the official trailer for Chippendale Rescue Rangers. So let's check that out. 
What's the first thing that pops into your head when I say Chippendale? I bet it's these guys! But certainly the second would be those rascally cartoon chipmunks, Chip and Dale. What if I did something like... I am into nuts! <laughs> good, good, I love it. Great stuff! Woo! Just want to remind you guys I'll be at FanCon this afternoon. Hey, watch out! I'm keeping myself fit and, you know, my updated modern look. Don't you think you'd have more fans here if Chip did these events with you? I hadn't thought about him in a while. I should give him a call. See how life's treating him. Life is the worst. Which is why you need good insurance. <sighs> a message on my landline. I don't like that. Rescue Rangers getting canceled, but I just got a call from the police, and I need your help. I searched the perimeter. No clues. Why would there be six missing tunes in a month and not one clue? Oh, no! Chip! Dale, you look different. It's no secret I had the CGI surgery. What's been up with you? You know, this, that, other vague things to fill the space of this conversation. Cool. We can see what we can find out and then pass it along to the officer. But that's all we're gonna do. So you're saying the rescue rangers are back? Yes! <laughs> you two come poking around where you don't belong. And I can't have that. Run! What are you looking at? Honestly, your weird dead eyes. <laughs> Over here! Go get him! This is awesome! was always more of an Alvin and the Chipmunks person. You monster. It was like professional. <gasps> Same time. <gasps> Jinx, you, you owe me a non-brand specific cola. What? That was crazy. <gasps> Somebody <gasps> called Guinness Book. <gasps> this is incredible. Oh, we lost it. Alright, so, uh, that Chippendale Rescue Ranger will be streaming on Disney Plus on May 20th. Um, I'm really actually excited to see this. It looks really cool. Um, nice to see a little cameo from Pumbaa from the Lion King um, uh, live action. Looks pretty cool. And there's other, other um, characters in there like uh, Flounder. And um, others, a uh, big old looking Peter Pan. I don't know what the story is on that, but um, yeah, it looks really cool. Uh, you know, it's going to be one of those fun movies. So check it out May 20th on Disney Plus. All right, so um, let's go back to Halloween. Because, well, this is Halloween. So today, we finally got a, um, I guess, um, an announcement for Disney Haunted Mansion, the film. It says Disney, or Walt Disney Pictures, Disney Haunted Mansion. Of course, it's based on the Disney classic theme park attraction and has a uh, starring a star-studded ensemble 
Ensemble cast that includes uh, a lot of people. So, um, let's see, who is in this movie? Uh, Lakeith Stanfield, uh, Tiffany Haddish, she's funny, Owen Wilson, Danny DeVito, Rosario Dawson, Chase Dillon. Um, so let's see what else is to say. Just director, producer. All right. So, uh, in the mysterious adventure, a doctor, uh, played by, um, Rosario Dawson and her nine year old son, which is, um, played by Chase Dillon, looking to start a new life, move into a strangely affordable mansion in New Orleans, only to discover that the place is much more than they bargained for. Despite for desperate for help, they contact a priest played by Owen Wilson, who in turn enlists the aid of a widowed scientist turned uh, failed paranormal expert which is played by um, Stanfield, Keith Stanfield, uh, a French quarter of psychic played by Tiffany Haddish, and a crotchety historian played by Danny DeVito. So basically that's what the plot is about for, or what the plot is for the movie. I know we've been waiting on this. And actually, um, well, I don't know what's going on actually with this because um, I'm just looking here and I was thinking about we've been waiting actually not for this. We've been waiting for the um, the other Haunted Mansion movie. But um, I don't know. The... What was it, Delatore, Delatoro, whatever? His Haunted Mansion? What happened with that one? I have no idea. But this one, it kind of seems just by the plot that's going to be, you know, like another attempt at humor, like the Eddie Murphy one. So, I mean, especially having, you know, Tiffany Haddish there. But, I mean, she is funny. I'm just checking this out. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure in what, um, I'm not sure what happened to the other one. But, oh, oh, well, I don't know. We'll see. But this one um, will come out on March 10th of 2023 so I guess we we can look forward to that alright what else do we have what else do we have going back to the list oh Moon Knight all right, so um, I guess to me this just gets more confusing and confusing. It actually, this week's episode was actually really cool. I um, 
I actually really enjoyed this one. I don't know what um what was it, a hippopotamus? Had to do with anything. But um I, I saw I guess um I guess the storyline of the character and or characters from the comic book have been rewritten for the the series and people are not really pleased about it from relationship with uh, the girlfriend and or wife, whatever it is, and to the, the, I guess the, um, his mental issues or whatever, I guess has been rewritten from whatever the comic said to, and like I said, from to the series. I don't think it really matters how many people out there actually know, have known of Moon Knight. I've never heard of Moon Knight. You know, Marvel has tons and tons of comic book characters that we haven't even heard about. And Moon Knight is one of them for me. So I don't think it matters that, hey, they changed this and they changed that. And, you know, I'm pretty sure uh, the people who are complaining that the fact that they did change uh, storylines and and, and and different, you know, things. It's probably just a handful of people. If you guys are enjoying this, you know, then I don't think it really matters. But um, I, I'm i actually really uh, enjoying this Moon Knight. But I did hear that Moon Knight is probably just going to have this one uh, series I don't know if there's I don't think right now there's any plans to do a second uh, season so I think right now it's just one one and done so I guess we're going to have to um, wait and see I don't know and um I think we're almost done with it, huh? Let's see. There is... Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, there's six episodes. We have one one episode left. So, yeah, next week is the last episode of Moon Knight. It's only six episodes. I don't like that. I don't like when they only do, like, six episodes. Because uh, you get into something and then you you end up wanting more. And you don't get more because they're like, oh, we're done. Anyway, so I guess we'll just wait and see with that. Um, I think the series is pretty cool. You know, it's something I was like, uh, but I was going to, you know, give it a chance. Oops. Even though that, um, you know, like I said, talked about the first episodes, basically like all, you know, episodes of something new you have to, um, learn about the characters so basically the first episode is kind of boring because they're going to be you know teaching you and you're going to be learning who this person is and all that stuff so once it got you know into more episodes actually got really fun and exciting and action and all that
All right, so yeah, Moon Knight. Check it out if you haven't. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. All right, so let's see. Next one. I think this is it. Uh, I don't think I have anything else I want to talk about or anything that I remembered I was going to talk about. All right, so last thing here is um, this announcement. It says, live alongside Disney and Pixar characters in Disney Dreamlight Valley. Ever wonder what it would be like to wake up one day and find yourself living across from Mickey Mouse or walking to the beach and find uh, Moana uh, preparing to set sail on her boat? While starting in the summer of 2022, you can live out your magical Disney and Pixar dreams on an adventure that features some of your favorite characters. Video game designer Gameloft has collaborated with Disney and Pixar games on the upcoming free-to-play life simulation adventure game, Disney Dreamlight Valley. You are invited to create a personalized avatar and embark on an enchanting journey to save the dream of the Dreamlight Valley in the memories of its iconic roster of heroes and villains. Ah, Step into the magical world of Dreamlight Valley, where you will arrive on a one, um, a once idyllic uh, village, now desolate and full of night thorns. Unravel the secrets that led uh, you to this new world and explore diverse realms inspired by Disney and Pixar worlds while helping the iconic inhabitants of the town recover their lost memories. In this free-to-play experience, you will meet and build friendships with uh, memorable characters from Mickey and Friends to Disney's Lion King, The Little Mermaid, and Lilo and Stitch to Disney Pixar's Toy Story, Wally, and more. Express your fandom by, fandom by designing a the Disney and Pixar village of your dream across multiple unique locations, ranging from the snowy mountains of frosted heights to the peaceful meadow and beyond. One of the most exciting games features you'll experience in Disney Dreamlight Valley includes the extensive level of customization you will encounter while creating your own personalized avatar, homes and villages. Embrace your creative freedom with an ever-evolving list of Disney princess-inspired ball gowns, Mickey Mouse-adorned streetwear, Frozen-inspired antique kitchen designs, and more. Uh, Journey throughout the realms and discover unique character stories, arcs as part of your village experience. Activities such as fishing, gardening, and cooking take on new meanings as you share them with beloved characters. Whip whip up delectable Disney-themed dishes along Remy from Disney and Pixar's Ratatouille inside of your own village restaurant. Fish at the fishing hole with Goofy. Oh, that's cool. And grow vegetables in Wally's garden patch. And the shows a picture here of Goofy fishing. And behind him is his house. A Toontown house. Ahead of the free-to-play launch starting in summer 2022, Disney Dreamlight Valley 
will be available in early access for players who purchase a Founders Pack or have an Xbox Game Pass membership. One of the first players to explore Dreamlight Valley during the game be one of the first players to explore Dreamlight Valley during the game's early release, early access phase, and receive and receive exclusive rewards that you can keep once the game officially launches next year. Dreamlight Disney Dreamlight Valley will be fully available next year for Nintendo Switch, uh, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, S, and Xbox One, as well as PC and Mac users on stream Epic Game Stores, well, Microsoft Store, and the Mac Apple Store. If you guys want to learn more about it, head over to DisneyDreamLightValley.com. Interesting. Let's see, there's a little thing here. Um, hmm. That's interesting. All right, so there's a video here, so let's check this out. There once was a dream world in which familiar friends from the most heroic to the most villainous, lived together in harmony. However, as time passed, the forgetting set in, and the world fell into darkness until you arrived. You have the power to make it special again. With your help, this dream world grow back into something magical. This is a place where you'll have no worries. Where you'll wish time could get frozen. Where you can find a friend in everyone. And feed your passions. A place where you can find yourself at home. and let your creativity reign. This is a place where every day is a dream come true. This is Dreamlight Valley. Learn more at DisneyDreamlightValley.com. There you go. There you go. So, um, yeah, it looks interesting. Kind of looks like, um, I don't know. I, it, it does really look interesting. I kind of would like to try it out, see what that's all about. But, uh, yeah, that's coming, uh, I guess, next year. And then um, if you signed up early, you can... Uh, be able to play it. Let me see something real quick. I know I talked to you about something before. Oh no, that was something different. That was the Disney Mirrorverse. 
So, um, yeah, that's totally different. All right, so, yeah, that's really interesting, and uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, you know what? I just uh, thought about this. I remember this. Uh, real quick, going back to Moon Knight. I don't know if you... Um, If you watch this, not a spoiler, but um, they're in this place and there's a, they're going to go through a door. Next to the door is a um, QR code. I don't know if they've been doing this through the series because I haven't really noticed a QR code. So I saw the QR code and I paused it and rewinded it and I scanned it. And it takes you over to Marvel.com and... Um, it takes you over there and um, you get to read a free Moon Knight comic book that inspires the, the series. So I think that's really cool. And um, right here I have Moon Knight. Uh, they became one to do what they must. This is the premiere issue number one. And uh, basically you can just Check it out on the online, and um, and read it, read the comic book. It's pretty cool. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's new since this is episode, oh, not episode, but comic book number one of Moon Knight. So, yeah, maybe this is just came out. They just did this on that one. So, this one, uh, this comic book came out in nineteen eighty. In case you guys were wondering. So I think that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So, um, yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool, Disney. All right. So um, I'm going to be in the parks on, I guess, next date is May 8th for Bats Day. So, if you guys are going to be there, let me know. If you don't want to let me know, that's fine. <laughs> anyway, yeah. All right, let's see something. All right. Whoa, whoa, a little loud there. A little loud, 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 loud. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Mouse Power Podcast. Yeah. So... Did you guys go check out the Mainstream Electrical Parade yet? What do you guys think? Yeah. If you guys decide to go check it out and want to watch the very first um, showing, make sure you're there early, get a good spot. There's going to be tons of people now during the summers coming up. I know we're barely getting into May, but a lot of schools are going to be ending soon. And, um, yeah, so get over there and get a good spot. Don't forget all the treats that you're going to have uh, that they have for the electrical parade. There's a lot of things I didn't get to try. They have a, um, what is a mine car, mine train brownie thing over at, um, what do you call it, Jolly Holiday? Yeah, I need to try that. So, yeah, so a lot of things to try. Head over to the parks and all that. Got a lot of things coming out in the movies and TV series and Disney Plus series or shows. All that to um, check out. 
Don't forget, you can be part of the Mousepower crew. Join the MPC. Head over to acorn.fm forward slash Mousepower podcast. Hey, you can record a message just like Dan, the voicemail man, did. Or you can send me an email at mousepower at gmail.com. And I will read them. Don't forget to follow us on follow on the social medias: Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Snappies, TikTok, Mousepire. Search Mousepire, and you'll see all that. You can support the podcast by going to patreon.com forward slash Mousepire. There's a lot of things you can check out there, or head over to ddpclothing.com, and I can make you some custom made apparel. Well, there you go. So. Head over to the parks, enjoy foods, enjoy the parades, shows. Fantastic coming back next month. I'm happy. Are you happy? All right. Well, until then, I'm Diggs. Bye. This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com.